All right, pick up in Mark chapter 12, uh, a story that we read uh, maybe not maybe a couple months ago in the book of Matthew. Um, so starting with verse 13. Later they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to Jesus to catch him in his words. They came to him and said, Teacher, we know you are a man of integrity. You aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention to who they are, but you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? But Jesus knew their hypocrisy. Why are you trying to trap me? He asked. Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. They brought the coin and he asked them, whose portrait is this and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then Jesus said to them, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. And they were amazed at him. And that's our passage for the day. Um, so I think just a few a few things to uh, to think at think through. One is like the we'll, we'll start with like Jesus's actual answer, um, which is uh, bringing me the coin. They bring him the coin. He says, "Whose portrait is this? Whose inscription?" Caesar's. They replied, and he says, "Give to Caesar what is Caesar, and to God what is God's." Um, I think in many ways what Jesus is, like his actual answer here, um, what it is that he's doing is who, whoever's portrait and inscription was on the money, like in that day, that, that's who was in charge. Um, and so one of the things that's helpful, I think, for us to get is whenever we're a little unclear as to what the scripture is getting, our next step is to use scripture to help us understand what it could be saying. Um, and so I think the easiest thing to go to is the book of Romans, um, where it is that Paul says, like, look, all authority, like, and this is a tricky one. This is uh, tricky in the sense that, like, this would be, you can start thinking about difficult things, but, like, all authority that you're under, God has placed there. Um, and so your job um, as the people of God is to be submitted to whatever authority you're under, um, which makes sense in a lot of cases, and in a lot of cases also does not make sense like when you start thinking about oppressive authority and brutal dictatorship and all this other stuff that you might find yourself under. Um, and so Jesus, like, if, if, you, if you use Scripture to interpret Scripture, Jesus is like, look, so give to Caesars what is Caesars, but remember, who is it that even holds Caesar in his hands? Again, we're using Scripture to interpret Scripture. So Revelation 1 has this picture of Jesus with Caesar in his hands. And so it's like, look, yes, Caesar is over you, but let's not forget who's literally in Jesus's hands. And it's Caesar. And so there is no, like you are under Caesar, but you are more importantly under God. So that's sort of like the thing that Jesus is saying. Um, some other things to point out that I think are worth looking at. Uh, we've, I think we talked about this before. We talked about this a couple of chapters earlier. In verse 13, it says, Later, they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to Jesus to catch him in his words. Again, you have the far right, like the far, far, far religious and political right, coming together with the far, far left, religious and political left, coming together and doing, maybe for the first time in their generation, something together. Like they have decided the one thing that they can get together on, and it's trying to get Jesus. Um, so this is what I want us to do. I want, us, like, I want you to just listen to the words that they ask and forget who they are. All right, so this is what they say. Teacher, 
We know you are a man of integrity. You aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention to who they are, but you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? All right, so just forget who they are. Forget that we, according to, like, because the scripture tells us, we know their intentions. So put all that aside as best you can. Is there anything that they say that isn't true? Are there any questions that they ask that aren't legitimate questions? No. No. And interestingly, like, this is one of the eight great debates. We talked about this two weeks ago um, when we were talking about divorce. This is one of the, this is the second that we see in the book of Mark. Um, and we're going to be hitting another one soon. Um, and like, I think Friday we'll hit it, uh, where it's one of the questions that they're constantly mulling over and thinking through and talking on their way to work, on their way back from work, over the dinner table, in the synagogue. Um, this is one of those, do we pay taxes to Caesar? Like, this is a very important question because they find themselves under like the thumb of a brutal dictatorship. Uh, and so the questions that they're asking and the things that they're saying are all true. Like, there is nothing that is wrong with it. Um, and I think this is, again, really helpful for us to see um, over and over again. This is an example of a teaching, like a fundamental principle that Jesus constantly gets at, which is that motivation matters. Like, it really, really, really matters. One definition of a disciple is it's, um, it's doing the things that Jesus could do for the reasons Jesus did them. Because motivations matter. So in this case, like, they're not saying any, like, Peter could be coming to Jesus. Like, you could easily see Peter, like, across the campfire late at night, just saying, like, hey, Jesus, look, you're a man of integrity. I've been following you for three years. I know you're not swayed by men. I know you pay no attention to who they are, but you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. I need to know, like, is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? Like, if Peter's asking that, we probably have, like, we feel really good about, like, that particular exchange. But because it's the Herodians and the Pharisees, and we know ahead of time that they're looking to trap him, it flips everything, even though it's the exact same words. Um, And so I think the one particular thing for us to see uh, is it's, again, it is not about checking boxes and doing, like, here's the right thing to say, here's the wrong thing to say. It's not that those things aren't important, but you can even do those and it'd be wildly off. And not you can do all of the right things and not and be like a universe of miles away from following Jesus. Because motivations matter. Because from the overflow of the heart, a person will speak. And so from this, like the overflow of the heart produced something that was actually quite hypocritical. And so Jesus says, like, but Jesus knew their hypocrisy. If Peter says it, or if John says it, or Andrew says it, or one of the women who are following Jesus, or one of the women finding it, like, it's gonna, it's gonna, the overflow of that will be something that, like, the exact same words, and Jesus will engage with it in a different way, because their heart is coming from a completely different place. And so again, I just think it's, we really need to just, um, this is one of the, the great things about Mark, is that it's a, it's one of the shorter books, and it's very cut and dry, uh, and it's, we, we call it kind of like the graphic novel of the Gospels. Like you're just going to keep seeing these things over and over and over. And he's going to keep returning you to some of Jesus' core messages. And one of Jesus' core message is like your motivations really matter. 
out of the overflow of your heart, a person will speak. And so I'm here, like one of the, one of the reasons that I'm here is to change your heart. And so I think there's an opportunity today um, to be the people that like the Pharisees and the Herodians talk about. So like they start off by saying, teacher, we know you are a man of integrity. Like we know that you, you actually aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention to who they are. Like that actually would be, that is who we should be. But integrity is the alignment of our motivations with our actions. Like integrity is what we do when no one else is watching. Like, are we consistent people? Uh, and I think the opportunity for us today is to actually do the things of Jesus with the motivations that Jesus has.